When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Eagles fans. This is Afia here, co-host of Three Birds and a Punt. This is episode 22 of Three Birds and a Punt called Countdown to the Draft. I'm joined by my friends Whip and John. Say hey, guys. What up, y'all? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Now, I know we've been on a little hiatus, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be subscribing to the pod, subscribing to the YouTube channel, following us on Instagram, and following us on Twitter. This is the premier fan-based podcast. You do not want to miss um, our videos because we out here giving you the nitty-gritty. So uh, let's really just jump right into it, right? There's been a lot of things going on um, in Eagles world, sports world, and in the, the pop world and I just want to dive in let's start with the athletic report uh Zach Berm uh Shell Capaletti I don't know how to pronounce his last name did a really Bye, yeah. great article earlier this week diving into the dysfunction in the Novacare complex so I really want to get you guys' thoughts let me start with you John how do you feel about um that athletic report that came out kind of kind of brings home everything that Jeff McLean mentioned in his article previous. Um, we know the common denominator is upstairs. And I mean, I don't see anything changing anytime soon. They really got to hit home on this draft. If they don't, you know, they're gonna boo, the boo birds going to be out. They're going to be calling for Jeff to sell the team, Howie to be fired. It's gonna, it's gonna be a mess, but I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, they could come. They could, they could win ten games this year. It's so hard to tell. That's that's the beauty of it. I don't think so. It's not hard for me to tell. I don't think they win the ten games. But but I'm gonna let you be optimistic, okay? Let me go to my resident Scrooge Whip because I know he's got something to say to this athletic report. What what are your thoughts on this, Whip? First and foremost, salutations, everybody. Um. <laughs> You talking about 10 games, boy. I swear to God. You are the G.I. Joe of this damn team, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. Um, <laughs> um, well, it, it really wasn't a shocker, to be honest with you. I mean, everybody and their grandma knew what was going on. But just to hear, hear it like this, that, you know, Jeff Lurie is ruling with a with an iron fist like this, is crazy. Like... It's, it, he he to keep it a being with you do sound worse than Jerry Jones I, yeah. I feel like almost that chip experience kind of like scarred him so bad 
that yeah. like because you know he wasn't having Tuesday meetings with Andy. He wasn't micromanaging Andy, and Andy never even got us close to a Super Bowl. So it's crazy to me that they still did not trust Doug after everything that he accomplished after 2017. I, so it's no wonder. I, I, I think a lot got to do with, and, and this may sound crazy, guys, but really think about this for a minute. I think it got a lot to do with him winning his first Super Bowl. Mm. And what I mean by that is, is that he got he got an opportunity to feel what other teams that won the Super Bowl felt like. And once he won that Super Bowl, I think he felt as though he was untouchable after that. It's like, you it's know, this, yeah, it's like this this is the life I want it now. Now I'm I'm gonna run it the way I I, I want it because I, if it wasn't for me, how he wasn't how he wouldn't have been able to put that roster together to win the Super Bowl. Right, like his worst tendencies are Correct. coming back because he feels validated. Correct. So, you know? it's, so I, I, you, you know, Jeff McClain, shout out to Jeff McClain, because he, he's a hell of a um Yes, he do. He stay on the Eagles. Yeah, he stay on it. That's stay why Howie, Ro- Howie Roseman can't stand him. Can't. can't stand him. Um, and John, you mentioned something just a few minutes ago about Jeffrey Lurie selling the team. It's strange you say that, man, because the other day I was I was looking at Eagles.com, you know, just catching up on things. And, and I was saying to myself, if Howie Roseman don't get this right and Jeffrey Lurie continue to be a sports dictator, because that's what he is now, I, I think somebody's going to come in here and offer him some cash to buy that team. Because think about this real quick, real quick. He brought the team. He was a movie director. He didn't really do nothing with it. You know, he, this man got his air to the streets when it come to, to the fans of Philadelphia. He knows what's going on, all right? If he continues to go down this path of destruction with this with this Philadelphia team, knowing how these fan base, I mean, knowing how the fan base is in this city, it will drive him to go crazy because they will be on his head. So that's a very, very interesting question that you, that you said, John, so... I do want to. I do want to talk to that. To that point. To your point, with um, I, I think that there is something to say to to how like in in Philadelphia, you know, it's it's the Eagles and then everybody else, right? Correct. So I agree with you that if if we don't have any sustainability of success, that the cries will get louder and louder. However, Lori ain't got nothing. All he has is being owner of the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, he doesn't have really that many other interests. As you say, his movie career, his producing isn't really that robust. So I just honestly, I see him digging in more and 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 maybe firing Howie, right? But but to kind of give you my thoughts on the athletic report just really quick, you know, just to cap things off, I feel like it has been everything we've been saying on the show since this since we started this show. That that Howie Roseman is enabling um, Jeffrey Lurie to keep his job. He doesn't. He wants to survive. He doesn't necessarily actually want to build a thriving structure. And so, what I thought was interesting about the report is understanding that it isn't even so much the the office dynamics that's that's the problem in the in the Novacare. It's the interpersonal relationships. It's how they work together. Howie does a bad job of getting everybody to buy in because he segments out 
information so that he's the only funnel to to Lori. So that means that 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 there is no cohesion and this collaboration that we're talking about, there is not. Like I was listening to to Zach Byrne uh, the other day, and he was saying that the way that we draft is Howie has a couple picks, Lori has a couple picks, then analytics get a couple picks, then maybe scouting gets a couple picks. It's not Philadelphia Eagles pick. It's these segments of populations pick, and that's how. And you can see it. Think about our drafts. So, Think so about this, it. This, you this can is... see the the pattern happening in the helter skelter way we pick players. So that to me is a huge problem. And to your point, with I would say, what has enabled Lori the most is the rise of analytics. The idea that he's getting more information than these so-called scouting and football guys. So that has empowered him to, I think, overstep his 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 role. And, and 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 yo, that is very insightful that you just said that because it, it, it leads me to believe this is why the so-called football guys are not in the office with these guys. Did you, you know go. that the head of the analytics department for the Eagles went to school with Jeffrey Lurie's son? Exactly. Right? That little oh. tidbit was in the report. Yeah. That yeah, little guy, yeah, what's his name? Alex right. Hallaby. He's he's yeah. he is the next Howie Roseman. I tell you what, I swear to gosh. You you hear it you heard it here first, three birds fans. If Howie Roseman gets fired, how much you want to bet it's an in-house hire and that's that Alex Hallaby guy. See, and 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 that's that's one of my problems with this team. And and if y'all notice I'm being calm this evening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Um This this guy, and I'm not going to even mention Howie Roseman because it's not him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's Lori. This guy literally do not want a football guy in there. And and here's another thing that really stood out about everything about this report. <laughs> this guy got mad at Doug because he ran the ball to beat the damn um, Green, Green Bay Packers. You wanted to throw the ball. And the Bills game, too. Don't forget the Bills game. Correct. Now, I'm starting to really believe this story. I am. I'm starting to believe it. Now, it it, it brings me back to Carson Wentz now. Mm -hmm. Okay? Maybe, guys, maybe. and, and, And you heard it first here, Three Bird fans, is that maybe it really wasn't Howie why he left something to think about. Maybe it was Jeffrey Lurie. Think about this. Think about this. He knew how close Howie and Jeffrey Lurie was, correct? Y'all agree with that, right? Yeah. He knew knew that nothing happens unless the big man, you know, give it thumbs up or thumbs down. Mm -hmm. So you haven't noticed Carson has not said not one thing about this yet. Nothing. No, just just that it was it was it was mutual and blah blah blah. Correct. He's moved on, you know. Correct. So who who's to say who's to say that this is a Jeffrey Lurie production instead of a Howie Roseman production? I mean, think about it because everything coming out now and is more the the blood stains is more on Jeffrey Lurie, the owner, right? How I we- think I, it's a it's a back and forth thing, right? Because to me, to me, this is this is it. This is the thing. If I'm a GM, a self-respecting GM, I would say to the owner, you know, you hired me 
to make the best decisions for the team. If you kind of intercede, you are undermining my authority to make the best decisions for a team. That's what a good GM does, right? And 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 that's the whole point. What Howie is doing is saying to himself, I rather have the my job security than actually be building a foundational team. So he's willing to allow Lori to to feel empowered and emboldened, especially with the rise of analytics, you know, um, and, and kind of overset his bounds, especially in the coaching area. Because to me, it's interesting. I, just my final point, okay, to this whole thing, and when we can kind of go on to the next topic. And and at the beginning of 2017, remember the the Washington uh, football team game, right? We we thought we were going to lose, then we went on the win, and the team showered Doug in Gary. And we all thought that it was because Mike Lombardi had put out that report calling Doug the worst coaching hire, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. No, it actually is because... Um, guess what? Jeff Lurie was thinking the same thing. He had had a three-hour interview with Jeff Schwartz wow. trying to replace Doug Peterson. Are you, so and, that and, just tells you how dysfunctional this operation is. You wouldn't even get this man. Uh, and he won you the Super Bowl that same and, year, and you and, was about to fire him. And maybe that's why Jim Schwartz left, too, because he, he didn't want to deal with the chaos no more. You get what I'm saying? Because think about this. Happy. He told you, he told everybody he's going to take one year off, right? What happened? He barely, barely yeah. went, what, two, three months before he got a new job? Yeah. Yeah, and it's back in the NFL. Yep. So here's the thing, real quick before we move to the next topic. Some, somebody in this organization, somebody who used to be in this organization, organization, somebody has to tell a fan something. We cannot go on. They are whipped. They tell no, no I'm talking day. about I'm talking about inside the big house. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want the Jeff McClain to tell us because we already know it. But there is some explaining that needs to be done immediately. That's the thing, though. They don't want it. They don't want it. They don't want to. They want to be anonymous. They don't want. Correct. To, they don't want the smoke. Correct. Well, you 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 see you see how you see how how he is going around checking people's phones, trying to make sure that he's the only one leaking. Come on. They ain't nobody yeah. trying to put their name to nothing. Wow. So, I mean, it's just going to be on us birds fans to to, to keep uh, bringing truth to flower, you know, and keep just just pointing out all the inconsistencies of this of this team. So uh, let's let's get into our next topic, okay? Uh, speaking of inconsistencies, okay, we're going into the draft, and and what is going to be happening? What the birds are going to be doing when we're on the clock with the 12th pick? Um, we have heard reports that Howie wants to move up. Everybody got all blah 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 when they heard that. So I want to hear your thoughts. Let's start with you, Mr. Whip. Now everybody thought I was crazy two or three weeks ago. You know, our, our our number one fan, Connor, said, hey, Whip, you're crazy. This don't make any sense for them to move back shout to Shout out to Connor. Yeah, shout out to Connor. Everybody said right. I was crazy because, you know, he moved out, they moved out of 12, and, you know, they got all these picks, so now it's better for them. They got more picks. But I kept trying to tell everybody what I say, yo, what I say. Mm-hmm. wants to back in that top 10. Yep, Negro Diamonds. I told everybody that that man was going to move up. Now, I'll be the first to admit, I went crazy when they moved out. Y'all seen the video. Yeah. I, I snapped. But now that he accumulated more picks, he has the firepower to now possibly move up more beyond six. And 
you already know I'm not a Kyle Pitts guy, but I like him. He's a great guy. I know that guy at the bottom of the screen is. But me, I would love to have Jamar Chase. Okay? Now, me and my sister right here, we had this conversation just, was it yesterday? We did. There is an opportunity that Howie Roseman, and, and, and John, you said this, that he has to hit on the draft, correct? That's what you said, right? Has to. Okay. Has to. Word on the street, and I'm I'm saying word on the street, air, you know, air to the ground. They may shock the world on the 29th. Beyond what a lot of Eagle fans don't see coming. It ain't, it ain't, it, it's it's not a smoke and mirrors thing either. Okay? Me and that young lady right there, she know what I'm talking about. That's why she's I do. smiling. We, we, okay. we, we at Three Birds, we, we keep our sources close. Yeah. And we keep our ears to the ground. And we mm-hmm. really will let you know what's going on, okay? When you hear it from the reports, know we saw it first. Correct. So let's, let's just say this because I don't want to be the one to say I told you so or it may happen. I just want you to see it for yourself. But, uh... Yeah, I think something big is going to happen with the Philadelphia Eagles that nobody expected. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just just keep keep your eyes peeled and, and be ready for the 29th. What's, 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 what's your thoughts, John? On the draft. I love the draft. I'm excited for it. You know, we accumulate a lot of picks. I just hope they just, we draft the best player available at every slot. That that's the main thing. It was killing you. Afford, to say, uh, Kyle afford. Pitts wasn't it? We it was. I would love kill- Kyle Pitts, but realistically, <laughs> no, no. Realistically, I like J.C. Horn as a better mm-hmm. fit. We need a corner. Mm-hmm. I and think at twelve, I had three corners. Right. That's three, what I think. Three. I think at twelve we're going. I agree with you, John. At twelve we're probably going to be going defense. You know, and l- listen, listen. Y'all have y'all know. M- how I felt about us moving. Okay. I, I I think that every time Howie makes moves, it gives him more room. And that's why I'm not feeling it because it sells to me. He's not somebody that's feeling the pressure. Like, like y'all all keep getting these reports. Oh, Howie Roseman recognizes how important this draft is. Oh, Howie Roseman's going to do this. Oh, Howie tra- this is draft season. Everybody's talking to everybody. What you're hearing is conversations being had with other GMs that are saying, listen, if a guy I like falls beyond this point, what would be worth for me to jump up to where you at? You have to have these conversations before the draft so that when the draft comes, you're not sitting there like, like you know, uh, a duck with your ass out, whatever, you know, <laughs> getting shot like up a, by these other guys passing you. So, like so the you Vikings. Remember that Viking? Remember the Vikings? They got they didn't get the pick in on time. They got skipped. Two teams exactly. picked back to back. Ex- exactly. You don't want that situation to happen. And 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 you know Howie does not like to be embarrassed. And neither does. And the one thing you can say for Howie is that he is always making calls. Okay. Well, he is always trying to establish parameters for a, a transaction to go down. So would it not surprise me to see us jump back in ten? Oh yeah, perfect, fine. Who's it for? 
that I think would bother a lot so, of Eagles fans. When you find out that he jumps back up to pick, let's see, Tenei Sawal or or some uh, defensive tackle from some deep whatever. Roach, he jumps up anyway. that, I, just, I just think that y'all are all getting so excited thinking he's gonna jump so, up for these premier guys and it ain't gonna be like that. So let's 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 look at the footprints in the sand real quick. Now, when the Doug Peterson situation went down before he got fired, remember Doug and how he had that press conference that he's still going to be coached this, that, and the third, and how he then told all the Eagle fans that, you know, this is Doug's team, he picks the players, what all that stuff he said. But something that stood out that a lot of you guys is forgetting, that Jeffrey Lurie, and regardless what nobody say, because it's crunch time here in the 215 with this team, all right, it's <laughs> the heat is on. Jeffrey Lurie told him he has to nail this draft by any means necessary. By any means necessary. And I don't always trust Beetlejuice, but this time I believe him because we're hearing stories of Beetlejuice we never heard before. All right. right it's right, it's a control. Right, more say, more power. Yeah, but let me like, let me ask you something, Whip. Let me ask yeah. you something. To, to, mm -hmm. to that point, because I don't want you to get off. Like I'm, I'm interested in what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if if that is the case, right? If if the case is that that Jeff is scrutinizing Howie on a different level than he ever has before, mm -hmm. in your mind, what do you think Jeff would want to see in order to? Because because think about it right now. We, we've already extended. We've already given Howie three years in Jeff's head. He's not killing him for this season. He's not killing him for next season. He's killing him for season three. So realistically, he's going to have how many opportunities, three more drafts before he actually gets evaluated on his work. Well, Jeffrey Lurie. I don't know. What do you think? No, Jeffrey Lurie basically told you what he wanted. He told you, I don't want you running the ball. I want you to pass it. But What's then why coming? hire Nick Sirianni? Nick Sirianni runs the ball way I, more. That was our key to success in 2017. True, but you got to keep in mind he's ruling with an iron fist. He, he, we've never seen this type of owner before that he's become. He's worse than Jerry Jones from what you know reports is coming out about him. So if he's telling you he want to pass the ball, what's that telling you? What type of player he want? He wants offense. Correct. He wants wide Exactly. So you just said it. He wants a wide receiver. So even though we need a corner, just like I said to y'all about three or four minutes ago, something is brewing here in the Novacare complex when it comes to the draft. Why not both? Exactly. So Does that's pertaining to Zach Ertz. Correct. Maybe. Maybe. But Why not been... both? Why not a corner? Why I, not an offensive guy? Let's I, I, get it. <laughs> I agree. But check this out. Who's to say they won't flip their third? Hey, oh, yeah, because we have three thirds, right? There is one smart thing that I saw on Twitter today by um, our, our old buddy, our old pal, who used to run things, Mr. Banner. And he said that the Dolphins overpaid the Eagles. And I would agree. The Dolphins gave us a lot. They did. And, and us moving up is not going to cost nearly as much as it did for them to move 
down. I mean, for them to kind of to, to take our spot. Exactly. I, I would agree with that. And like exactly. I said, like I said, Howie is good at transactions. I have no problem with his transactions. I have issues with how he evaluates talent and his interpersonal skills. Those are the things that I think are suffering and are ruining our team long term. I, I agree 100%. But, and but, Jeff Lurie's too fucking comfortable to be a goddamn football player. Like, like the NFL stands for not for long, motherfucker. Why do you have <laughs> this goddamn 10-year decade GM that's only brought you, what, like one, one really good season and a bunch of mediocre, mediocre seasons? And mm-hmm. nothing but humiliation and um and you know just uh, uh scorn from your fans like 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 I'm on Twitter all the time and like we're tired like there's no enthusiasm there's no excitement there's nothing I feel I feel that that Philly fans are more excited about the Flyers and the Phillies than they are the Eagles like that to Jeff Lurie should be a really like an alarm bell. So and, and and you know what? To piggyback off of what you just said, I agree with you. But you, you gotta, gotta keep in mind themselves some time. Correct. Jeff 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 Laurie knows how bad this city loves the Eagles. He knows that. So this is why he's grabbing us by the throat and doing Thanos on us to what he did to Loki. Just mm-hmm. snap the neck. He he knows it. He knows it. Okay, if, yeah, he got if, us gripped up hard, don't he? Yes, we he down do. bad. If, we are fans, so down. If the fans did not show their love for this team the way that they do, I can almost guarantee you he'll be doing whatever it takes to get the fan base to love his team. But sure. since, but since you know the Eagles are number one in the city, PA, Jersey, Delaware, everybody knows that. He like, man, I'm gonna do what the hell I wanna do. It's because true. It's they fiend for us. They it's what true. without the without the Eagle Green and Philly is like <laughs> peanut butter without no jelly. It just it's don't true. go together. It's true. It's it's a cheesesteak with no cheese. Like, can't no you doing? In fact, there you can't go. No <laughs> you know what I mean? John no time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Ocean no water. Like, what are go. we doing? Exactly. So, that's. The, I mean, at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, guys, to wrap this topic up and and, and, and keep going or get John's thoughts on it, I honestly believe Beetlejuice put Howie Roseman in a corner. Mm-hmm. You have a choice to make. Either nail this draft or look at your replacement in the background because his name was put out there in the report. Right, it's true. His name, his name was put out there for a reason. Correct. And I definitely agree with you that somebody's waiting yep. in the wings to, to take his spot. So, John, yep. I'm gonna give you the last word on on um Howie in the draft. Yep. Who you got? He's really good in middle rounds. Mm-hmm. If you think back, he had scouted I mean, he had to hit early. Bad and bad first round. We got on. He is a he has to trust the scouting department and, and and give those guys a voice and like really like take into account the best player available instead of being cute and taking Jalen Rieger instead of uh, uh, Jefferson. Like what? Like, 
but that was that was right a co- uh, uh, somebody else to pick right I, again back to what I'm saying is like we can see it in the draft the first couple rounds are clearly how we ownership and then maybe like whatever and then after that it's scouting it's coaching it's the stuff that says oh look these guys can develop you you want to know what I'm gonna be looking forward to the most guys and and we can wrap it up on this. I'm going to be looking forward to all the Eagle fans that's going to be joining the Three Birds in the Punt on our first um, NFL Draft Zoom party. Yes! Um, all right. And you can also get involved with that. Just follow us on Twitter at Three Birds in the Punt. DM us, and we got you. But Send you a link. Correct. Um, I, what I'm looking forward to is to see what other teams are looking at what the Eagles may do because we've been the laughing stock. Mm-hmm. Right. I won't and forget the, the Vikings laughing at us. Correct. That, will, and that will always stick in my I, I can almost guarantee you that every Eagle fan in America and probably overseas Connor, is probably saying the same thing I am saying right now. I can almost guarantee you, John, that every other team who don't like the Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Vikings, they're going to be waiting so they can laugh their ass off again to see how mature Howie Roseman became from messing up that just uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, not you know uh, drafting them. So yeah. I'm 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 waiting to see what happens on the 29th. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, y'all, let's get off these sorry old Eagles and get on to something a little bit more pleasant, something that's giving us a little bit more fun, and that's mm-hmm. my here they come six. <laughs> Hell yeah. I see John's got my man JoJo's jersey on. Got represent. I see you got the new city edition. Okay, I see yeah. you. Bro. I see you. I see you. So let's, I think, let's I think that jersey is trash, bro. That jersey that. is trash. I agree. The shorts are nice, though. I have those. The short, yeah, the shorts is hot. But real quick, before we get into the sixes, man, shout out to these boys yesterday. All right. All right. Good win yesterday. Philly's looking good, even though they lose in the night. But shout out to that big win yesterday. I appreciate that. We need more of that. Um, let's just keep it going. All right, John, start off with the Sixers talk, brother. So let, let's get into it, all right? The Sixers are uh, first in the East. They had a good game against the Nets the other day. I saw that one. I did not see the game against the Clippers, so I want y'all to yeah. break that down. Because you know I'm out of market on some of these games. Indeed, indeed. Uh, let me know how how you feel well, about it. Well, first and foremost, you know, we 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 gonna hear from, you know, the Clipper fans out there who was hating heavily. I mean, big time heavy, on the Sixers today and yesterday, saying that you know, salty. You know, if 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 y'all can't even win a a, a game without Kawhi and 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 uh, Beverly and and everybody else not in the game, y'all shouldn't even be celebrating. Who said okay. that? Oh, the the Clipper fans said that. You know that you know they just hurt. That's, that's that's the hurt talking. We said we were missing. But that's, you know, that's the hurt. Play, you know play the tiny violin. Let's but, play. But, yes. but I gotta be I gotta be Mr. Scrooge. They kind of right. No no no. We, no. we would have to buy Seth though. No no they are they are. I'm gonna tell you why they are. Paul George was their main scorer yesterday, right? And we had JoJo and Ben on the team, and we and and we came out the gate kicking ass. All right, what was it, twenty to three? <laughs> twenty. 
21-3, something like that. I was watching it. 20 to 3. Okay, so here, here's Danny my thing. Green had two threes. Correct. Here's my thing with the Sixers. I love my squad. Doc Rivers has to find a way to keep these dudes foot on the damn pedal. Yeah, if you, yes, if you come I in, agree. Yeah, I if you're coming, if you're coming out the gate putting up 20 on a team and only kept them the three, you should be having your foot on their neck, telling them to break and having them beg for mercy. Not to say you got to run gasters after practice, but y'all got to do something. It's the same yeah, so, thing that I, I saw in the next game, right? Correct. I, Correct. I was watching the next game, and we was dominating, and I was like, oh, shit. Well, all right, like, we give it to them. This is a preview of the, of, the, of the playoffs or whatever, even though I know KD wasn't there, this, and, you know, the beard, the beard wasn't there, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And, and so I'm watching the game, and at one point, we are, like, 26 of points ahead. They, he had yeah. pulled all the starters. It's just bench. And then you turn around, it's like, Six points, three points, two points. You're like, how'd you let the bench outwork you? And that's all it was right then and there. The It was outworked. And that's going to be a problem come playoffs if they cannot get their conditioning up and recognize that they have to be workhorses out there. I agree. There's three things with that, and that's perfect. Because as soon as B left the game, as soon as Ben left the game, Missing Tobias. Missing Tobias in this last True. game. True. The next game, Tobias was kind of like he had he he got off, but it, it's the perimeter defense. They they commit so much sometimes when the ball's inside. I and agree. They, they miss defending that jumper. They got killed. The Clippers were the bet are the best three point shooting team in the league. Indeed. And saw it. They they were and, more, and they were more, freaking, was, freaking, freaking Peterson had 17 points on the bench. Yeah, was that's crazy. Five points a game. Like, that comes back to, and they're they're good defenders. Good oh, indeed. defenders. But perimeter, like, I don't know. They give up that easy three so easy. Like, they don't contest the shots. And then and then 18-point uh, lead turns into you being up by three points. But this is where this is where veteran presence come in at. This is why George Hill need to stop with the damn I'm hurt shit and get it. No, no, he, he has surgery in the stomach. Man, I don't listen, dude. Listen, no, he, he, he'll, he's gonna be back in time for the playoffs. Let, let me let me explain something to you, bro. All right, <laughs> I, I get that and all. All right, no, he's not with that. He's like, right, fuck I that shit. Throw some dirt that. on it. Because check this out. If you can go out there before uh, the game start and, and shoot threes and get I do going, it. That's true. You can he play, said, bro. Whip, whip straight up said, throw some dirt on it. Give us yeah, some pills I'm and not, let's go. No, nah, dude, I'm not trying to hear that playoff stuff because guess what? Teams now, it's almost playoff time soon, John. It's almost that time. All right. Yeah, it'd be nice to keep like, that first. You know, when, when 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 you got Ben Simmons, only concern is the damn defensive player of the year. That's a problem to me. Because he's not. Bro, he's not. I think. No, he is. They, That's they, all he's thinking about. Offense, they they try to keep the tempo. His, Doc, his I would say. I would say. I would say. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that they're because because guess what? The same way that Ben is making his case for defensive player of the year, it's the same way JoJo is making oh, his case. But JoJo, yeah. but Joe, but wait, but JoJo has every right to say that because he's doing the damn thing. Yeah. Hold on now, hold on now, yeah. hold on now, uh -huh. hold on now. To to your point, we're talking about defensive player of the year. Is not Ben doing his damn thing defensively? Yeah, it is. But at the same okay. time, so but, but, you, guess but what? you're mad. You're mad that he's 
he's not doing his thing offensively. No, right? I'm, no, 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 no. It's not that. I'm, no, 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 no. Please, please. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. What whatsoever. Let me, let me, let me correct myself. Mm-hmm. If if that's what I'm, I'm, the energy I'm giving off. Right. I'm, wondering, I'm wondering why is, is are you upset every, with Ben? Every time Ben gets on the TV after a win, he always talking about there's nobody ahead of me, defensive player. Dude, we already know that you balling out when it comes to chopping people. All right, put you get what I'm saying. Put that put, put, put that to bed because he, he was, you gotta establish yourself. He, he was, and now let's go. Let's go Co- farther. Correct. Correct. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Dude, we already know what it is, bro. Do your thing. Tell, tell but, me to stop asking dumbass questions. Uh, well, right, stop. right. Okay. To, to okay. be fair, to be but, fair, the media is trying. It's not that's, necessarily that's their like job, coming John. out there. You that's know, their both job. The media that's is trying answer. to get him. To, that's right. That's this, their this job. Is the only thing, this is the only thing I have to say. Yeah. Shit, we the media. If you really want to be on, we the media because we, yeah. you know. Yeah. This, this is what I have to say as far as the whole bend, the bend thing goes because I have. I have like a I go back and forth with that. On the one hand, I love his tenacity because when he's on, he's like glue. Y'all can't shake a motherfucker. He's everywhere and I love it. But he throttles it up and he throttles it down just like the team. Just like the team. And and as we want, we want consistency. So from him is my thing is I need him to be consistent on the floor every night when he's putting up the point. If you want to be a part of the best you have to be able to give that work consistent it cannot change it cannot go up it cannot go down it has to be consistent and then my next thing is i need him to take on a shooter mentality i'm so like i'm sorry i understand that it's not his game no 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 I see the way Embiid works on his skills and Thank gets you. better and, and does what he needs to do to Thank learn you. and train and become a well-rounded dominant player. I want to see the same out of Ben. I Man. know he's got things going on in his life. I know there's some personal issues, but you've got to want to be better. Like like Whip said, you already know your defensive player of the year. Want more. Facts. And that's all I'm saying. And, and when you can sit there and see your teammate dominate in the NBA the way he is mm-hmm. and the dude the dude was out with an injury mm-hmm. came back like he ain't never left mm-hmm. it should inspire so, him so so look Joker was up here killing it he still can he still may be the MVP because he he hasn't missed a game but guess what if Jojo continue to keep playing like this and don't get hurt no more he still could possibly win the MVP yep yeah. agreed Yep. All right, so that's so when I when I mentioned Ben, there's no ill will. I, I like Ben. I'm a Ben fan. But the problem with Ben is, dude, get your mind the fuck off the offensive player. We already know what it is. Right. All right, your team needs you. George Hill needs to get off that nut ass wrist thing. Stop jacking up threes like during the game. I need Steph Curry to give me more. Facts. Yeah. All right, here's Green another thing. Why ain't they playing? Danny Green, my guy, right, John? Maxi, B Ball Paul. <laughs> he he played. He, he play got more. some minutes. He, he, need, got, no, he, got he needs minutes. to play more. He needs to play more. Yeah, he more. does. He does. He play Doc, more. See, Doc, if you think back to his Boston Boston days, he doesn't like rookies. Think about the only, the reason he 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 let Rondo start is because they really didn't have a point guard, and he was right. drafted to be their point guard. He right. was tough on him. He does not like rookies. Like he's oh. hard hurt on rookies. being a wrong rookies city for that. Then, never bro. see right. Rookies play wrong city, wrong city for that. No, guess what? I, 
I think he, I think he's getting more time now. I think they want to. No, they don't want to. They don't want to wear him out and put too much on him. So what? Okay, so what's 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 your thoughts on Maxi then? Oh, because guess what? He nice. he need to be playing too, and he don't get the time. That's true. And when we play the Knicks, I see uh, Quigley from the other team starting. I'm like, oh, for the, I'm like, yo, that was his teammate. His teammate, and, exactly. And, and, and guess what? His teammate is averaging more points than him. Like he's in a, he's a top ten uh, rookie of the year. Correct. Uh, oh, wow. You get what I'm yes, saying? No, he's gotta give, gotta give us more. So that's is like at the but end like, of the- that's that's the that's the the story of the season. Like we yeah. love everything that we're seeing out of the team, and with JoJo, the sky's the limit. But we need more. This is not this this the way that they go back and forth is not enough to win a championship. It's just not. I agree. And 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 Ben Simmons made a statement, and y'all two guys. Can agree with this. He sat there and said that this is the time to win the championship. Not now, bro. You need more. Like my Yeah, you need said, more. You gotta work. You need more. You I need, need you right. Like Kobe said, more. More. <laughs> more. More. That's right. He's like he, Kanye was like, what the fuck is you talking about, Kobe Bryant? More. More. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yo. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that leads Yo. us into our last yes. segment of the day as we are remembering the great Kobe Bryant. We also want to bring our RIPs and our remembrance to yes. two great hip hop legends we lost this last couple of weeks. I really want to spend some time and really get our thoughts. You know, I think I don't necessarily have too many memories of Black Rob, so I'm going to leave that to y'all. But DMX. If I, if every memory of hip hop in my mind has my rough riders, okay, <laughs> then, then I don't know. If I'm from Philly, then I'm a rough rider. You heard me? That's right. So, so I'm just so shocked, and it's just such a tragedy that he passed away at 50. Why do all our greats pass away so young? 50 years, 50 years young. It just reminds me of Michael. It just reminds me of all these other great artists who kind of Prince and all of them. Oh, so, impression, you know. So, what do you guys think? So, here's the thing, right? All right. So, what y'all guys don't know about me, I also rap as well. All right. I'm I'm a real lyricist. John to tell you. Okay, um, you spit. Oh shit, John, tell her, John. <laughs> he can spit. Yeah. Um. Think the thing. The thing with me is like. I'm a lyricist myself, so when I when I when I think of hip hop people, man, that that dominated decades of hip hop music, that's DMX. All right, I remember when X I remember when X came out. It was the it was the four of them that came out. It was Big Pun, mm-hmm. Cannabis, DMX, and Cameron. Mm-hmm. Them four came out the same time. Yo, I love Cameron. That's sports. Okay. They all came out the same time. And 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 if you think about this, man, we lost Pun. We lost X. Cameron and Cannabis is the last two of that that click right there. So to make a long story short, I was I was around when DMX first came out and I was like, yo, this cat and his voice is a problem. And when I heard that, and I heard um the, the first album, man, and Stop Being Greedy track, I was like, ooh, this boy energy is a problem. And when he performed, 
at Woodstock. Mm. If Three Bird fans, if you have never seen a performance in your lifetime full, filled with energy from one man that rocked the crowd, I'm talking about it, it, it looked like it was millions of people. It was like, it was jam-packed. DMX is the guy you need to check out. So with that being said, in the Black Rob too, whoa, you remember that, John? Whoa. Yeah, I, 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 I bad, bad boy for life. Like, mm-hmm. Facts. So with, like, with that being said, I'm going to let my partner get him, you know, get his shout outs to him. But rest in peace, X. Love you, dog. You will be missed. Your music will be blasted on the regular. Same thing with Black Rob, Bad Boy for Life. You up there with Biggie now. Tell him we say hi, bro. That's right. DMX was special because he realized at a certain point of his success, he messed up and continued to mess up. And then once he hit rock bottom, he realized he had to get better. And it was a constant battle for him. Like yeah. I, it seemed like um, his later years, like he really came into himself. And God bless that family, man. Yo, I if I, if I could just throw in two, I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, oh, I can't I even just... imagine like that. Like he he made such an impact on hip hop, and like like the generation now, they have no idea. No, no, we no idea. We grew up with Rough Riders, Anthony. We grew up with. They don't know They don't they don't know anything about Eve. They don't know nothing about the Rough Rider. They don't know nothing about the locks. None of that. But none of it. Yeah, none that, of that, that Rough Rider soundtrack. That Rough Rider soundtrack. Gosh. Listen. All right, guys, that's an all the playlist. Uh, I just just two just two things. I and then I just gotta quickly to, to DMX. Um number one, um it, his story just goes to show you how um, catastrophic the disease of addiction can be and how we really have to hold and support the people who struggle with addiction because it isn't a disease that they cannot control. I will tell you this right now. I work in the field. There is not one addict that wants to be like that. If they could, they would change it. And it's a disease that takes a hold of their mind. And so um, I just, my heart goes out to anyone struggling with addiction. And I think to the fact that he trusted somebody as a young man, he trusted mm-hmm. somebody to make sure he was safe when he was going out and experimenting with new things. And that man got him hooked on the drug that would eventually take his life. It's just, yeah. it's just something that really bothers me. Um, and then just also to say what I really thought was amazing was that um, DMX was always speaking truth to power. Always. Always. Whether he was talking about the music industry, whether he was talking about the way the media acts, or whether he was talking about his relationship with God, which I thought was his most powerful testimony. He was always speaking truth to power. And there's not enough people like that out there. And so he will be missed because there's not enough of us. Rest in peace, bro. Rest in peace. All right. All right, y'all. This has been a great, great episode of Three Births and a Punt. We counted down to the draft. We got into that athletics report, talk sisters. Like my man Whip said, we are having a Zoom draft party. 
DM us on Twitter so we can send you the link. Make sure you follow us, subscribe to the pod. Okay, we're hoping to have the the party on uh, April 29th, about an hour, hour and a half before the draft. If y'all come, we're hoping to do some type of mock draft. So please get your get your boards right. Okay, get your board, Connor. I'm talking to you, man. Get your board right, because I'm going to see you in a couple weeks, and we're going to talk about it, okay? So now, please make sure you're following us. Subscribe to the pod. We are streaming on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 3 Birds and a Punt. And you can also follow us on our YouTube channel. Um, You can subscribe to that as well. And you can follow me personally, at according to Afia, and you can follow my friends. I, Whip changes his name so much, I honestly don't know. <laughs> How about? And I tell him that, and Wait. he say, "No, no, never again, oh. never again." So, so, so let, so let me, let me, let me, let me do my Ric Flair, my styling and profiling on this real quick. Uh huh. All right. So the reason I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep it real, and I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna put myself on blast, ladies and gents. All right. My mind is like a damn. Racetrack, that shit keep going. When it's I think like of some, when, yeah, 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 like when I think of some fly shit, I'm like, yeah, that's me, that's me. Yeah, that's that's it, that's me. But, but I came up with something, and and she'll tell you. I said, you know what? I was in my bed. It was late. I said, I'm gonna just go through some names, and I seen, and here's my Twitter account, y'all. Y'all can follow me. Great three st underscore. You ask yourself what that means. Great tests underscore great three st and i was like wee that shit nobody will find baby. you <laughs> <laughs> not changing no more where john where can they find you at john lies uh you hey you can follow you can follow me at john monroe jr john she monroe. said lies <laughs> she said lies <laughs> i listen I right, i'm a, real quick i'm gonna I'm a make a bet i'm gonna make a bet to, to, to my co-host right now. All right, real quick before we go. It is 8.21 p.m. It is mm-hmm. April 17th, mm-hmm. 2021. Mm-hmm. If I change my name, I owe both of you guys $20 each. Wait, wait, wait. How, what's the time frame? If you if you change your name by the draft, because we'll be back. No, no, no. I, the timeline, okay, so I, I, I got to keep my name until the end of this year. If if I can do that, okay. I, if I can't, I'm just I gonna give you, you a couple $20. weeks because I, I know I, you I, can't be. I'm about to make. I'm about to be twenty dollars richer. I just, I just want to let what you know. What you gonna buy with your twenty dollars, John? I just want to. I just want to let you know my router number is zero one three one three. All right, all right. John, John, what you gonna spend your twenty dollars on? What you gonna spend your twenty dollars on, John? Uh, Eagles town. Yeah. Right, that's so that's gonna be one child. That's gonna be one child. Your own ass gonna be buying, brother. Because <laughs> I ain't okay, changing my listen, name. Did you see the Eagles draft hats? I did. No, those are ugly. I ain't getting yeah, them. snapbacks. I'm like, what the heck? Yes. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Hey, I like snapbacks, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with them. Don't, no, 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 no. But the uh, the trucker, like the trucker style. Trucker hat. The trucker hat. Yeah, I'm not for that. Okay, with you said. Uh, you want to go change your name? It's 417 2021. You got until 417 2022. I'm with it. Okay. I'm with it. Let's get it. Eagles fans, he will be changing his name. No, tomorrow. I won't. No, I won't. They're going to be getting there. They're going to be spending their own shit with their own money. That I promise. All right. All right. You got to tune back in next week 
to see what happens, okay? I guarantee you, you won't want to miss this. <laughs> this has been another episode of Three Birds. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like. We want to hear what you have to say about our show. This has been episode 22. Go Birds. Be safe out there. Go Birds. Let's go. Ha, ha, ha.